0: We need leaders that are full of grace, but also full of truth. Welcome to the One Cry podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth,
1: stories and reports. Welcome to the One Cry podcast yet again. I'm Kyle. This is Bill. We're doing it again, bro. We got another one. (laughs) Whether
0: whether anybody
1: likes it or not, we're we're proud. If They're listening to it, surely (laughs) they Surely, surely. Well, we're honored to have any of your time. And uh, our heart is to learn how to pray in such a way that it brings about change in the world. And I don't know uh, if you all have noticed or not. But we're entering into uh, sort of an election cycle. You heard this bill
0: that I, 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 I vaguely, yeah, I vaguely. I vaguely. About
1: that. Yeah, and it uh, let's be let's talk candidly a little bit, and then we're going to get spiritually aligned. Uh, Bill's going to walk us into it. Is it's a hard time to pastor through moments like that. it's, it's that the church doesn't always uh, respond best? In moments like this, historically, and uh, and and I just sometimes people just get weird around it, and so there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. And what I've learned, I know Bill, you've you've taught so well, is prayer is always the better way.
0: Yeah, prayer is always a better way. So this how is do we a approach it? this is a divisive time. You know, I right. mean there there are churches and friends and families. Right. When you, because you're making choices, and you know I love democracy. I get it. It's beautiful. It's the way to, to have a nation. If you're not going to be a theocracy, which is under God, which is what we should be, mm-hmm. but it's a wonderful thing. But the fact of voting means that somebody wins, somebody loses, and mm-hmm. and that uh, we take sides and we have different opinions. So we are split right down the middle as a nation, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's uh, a kind conversation. It is a violent conversation, and because of the loss of morality in our nation, uh, it's it's getting more volatile all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, so as we come into this season, Kyle, I think when we've been doing this series on prayers that change a nation, Mm-hmm. Is is there any possibility that the church could rise up and laying aside our voting responsibilities and we should all do that? Uh, we really should do that. But mm-hmm. is there something on another level that could bring change to our na- nation? Mm-hmm. And apparently God thinks there is, you know. So he came through Paul and he writes to his young disciple Timothy, and in Second Timothy uh, 2, we find this really practical, but really profound instructions about how to pray for a nation, and particularly for its leaders. Let, let me just read this passage, and then I want to just a few comments. First of all, then, Paul says, first of all, not second of mm-hmm. all, third of all, first of all, I urge that in treaties and prayers and petitions and thanksgivings, four different types of prayer hmm. be made on behalf of all men and for kings and all who are in authority so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator also between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all the testimony given at the proper time. Now, what's fascinating here is that Paul we regulate praying for our nation and our national leaders and people who are in authority way down the the road. And uh, it's the last on the, on the list, if it's even on the list. Paul says, first of all, I, w- I want you to do this. And it's extensive prayer because he, there are different types of prayer. He encourages prayers and treaties, uh, you know, all that I just read there. Apparently... Paul thinks that prayer for national leaders works. He thinks it works because I don't think he would be instructed by the Holy Spirit to teach his son, Timothy and all of us in, in the coming years to pray this way if it wasn't important. So I think one of the things that we need to establish right at the beginning is look, look, this works. This is important. And although we look around at our nation and we see leaders and authorities that are doing crazy things and we say, well, I'm praying about it, but it doesn't seem to work. Who knows but what your prayers are keeping us as stable as we are. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so God, and, and bringing about the, the purposeful movements of God, the Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of the lord and he turns any way he wants to sometimes he turns the king's heart to bring judgment upon a nation needed judgment and repentance sometimes to bring blessing and mercy but god's active in our leaders and their lives and what he's doing in moving and shaping a nation and there was a purpose in the in these prayers that paul prescribed in this passage he said, if, if we pray well, then it leads to peace and tranquility. And most importantly, it opens up a highway for the gospel, for the unhindered progress of the gospel, which was Paul's greatest concern and which should be our great concern. So then we say, okay, Paul, I get it. My prayer matters. My prayer for national leaders and our nation matters and local leaders, this matters. I'm going to start praying. How do I do it? Now, let me just give you six things that he says. You may want to jot these down because we're supposed to pray first of all for this, right? So here's six ways to pray, if if you could say it like this, and I'll just give them real quickly. Number one, pray daily. Pray daily. He instructed us to pray first of all, Political leaders affect us all and are faced with monumental decisions every single day. In fact, sometimes every hour of every day, they need to be on our daily list. And so pray consistently, right? Pray daily. Secondly, pray comprehensively. So he comes in and he says, pray. It's not just to be a, Lord, we pray for our president. He says, pray with entreaties, prayers, petitions, and thanksgiving. Uh, we don't have time to go into the nuances of those four words. You ought to study them. But this praying, like all intercession, should be spirit-led and should be deliberate. We should get into the, in tune with the Holy Spirit, listen to Him, and pray what He initiates and, and pray deliberately for the leaders and specifically for our leaders. Thirdly, pray for wisdom, right? And the Lord said such a wonderful thing in James two and in the Proverbs, many other places. He says, look, if you, if you lack like wisdom, just ask me, I'll give it to you. And I won't make fun of you for asking. So we ought to pray for wisdom for our leaders, that God would give them the ability to make the right decisions the right time. Wisdom is knowledge that's applied in the right way at the right time, spiritual knowledge. And all leaders desperately need this. And the greater their responsibility, the greater wisdom that they need. So you say, well, man, that that guy's just making the most foolish decisions. Maybe he's making foolish decisions because you're not praying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you thought about that? Because you're not praying for God's wisdom for him. And and for the nation, maybe that's why. And God is, God is letting him keep making those foolish statements until we and decisions until we begin to pray. So pray for wisdom. Here's a, a fourth way: pray for godly counselors. When you read through the the stories of the kings in Israel's history, you see that counselors really affect leaders. And we, in the abundance of counselors, there's victory, the Bible says. So people can get folks around them that can help them and move them in the right way or the wrong way. So as we're praying for this new year and the new election and the new leaders, we ought to be praying that God would put in place around them godly counselors. And then pray for favor Leaders often lead through opposition, but it's incredible. Uh, Their task is made incredibly easier if they're given divine favor to make the right decisions in the right way and and to lead with people. Right now, we're in such a uh, violent is the word I want to use, a violent atmosphere that even if a leader proposes something that's a good thing, half the nation is going to go nuts about it, right? And, uh, and yet it's a right thing. Wouldn't it be something if we begin to pray, God began to give some leaders some wisdom, and that God would give them favor with people even that disagree with them so it would move the dial in the right direction. And then pray for compassionate courage, okay? grace and truth, right, that we've talked about before. Some leaders have truth, no grace. Some leaders have grace, no truth. But a great leader has matured to a place of beautiful balance, right? And we need leaders that are full of grace, but also full of truth, and can make courageous decisions in a very, very serious time. Now, if you think the last thing I want to say, Kyle, if you, if you think that this is impossible, doesn't make any difference. Well, then you don't know God All right? and you don't believe God because God says, I want you to pray this so that these mm-hmm. things might happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm, I'm in the throne above every other throne and I rule and I'm never going to quit ruling and the king's hearts are in my hand. And I can turn turn this wherever I want to. And we might also add whichever way you're praying. Mm-hmm. So this election cycle is gonna, you know, create, Kyle, a tremendous amount of activity, and it should. And we ought to be informed and we ought to we ought to politically do the kinds of things that we need to do. But don't do that. To the expense of prayer, right? So that in ways that we don't pray, first of all, do that, and that's the call of God. And those and realize that our prayers could change our nation. Our prayers Mm -hmm. can bring revival and spiritual awakening because God can bring all that, and prayer can do anything that God can do.
1: Mm -hmm. Man, Bill, I'm taking notes over here just. Thinking, because I'm uh, like many other listeners on here, probably pastors, leaders and stuff, leading through, leading your church and yourself and followers of Christ through these things. And it uh, just made me think, so why would the Lord say, this is the way I want you to engage uh, political leadership? You know, like why, right. why would he make such a priority out of it? Well, just a, a couple of thoughts in, in what you're saying brought to mind. One, it honors God. Right, because like, when because if you come if you if you have this out here, let's say we got this election cycle that's driving you crazy, or it's frustrating you, or mm-hmm. it's, it's it's bringing about things in your heart that are not good. What it does is prayer takes it off the horizontal and it takes it vertical. Yeah. It says, "Lord, this thing in my life or in our nation or this thing that I see is desperate, whatever's going on in your heart with it, I'm bringing it before you. I'm bringing mm-hmm. so this is honor. It, it brings supremacy to God." Over all these things, and I just think God knows this about prayer. And for our listeners, I'd say uh, prayer changes things, but prayer changes you. Yeah. Like it changes you. It, it it puts things back in the. It positions us for for us to respond rightly. You know, yeah. to be filled with the Spirit. You know, that, to have the fruit. To realize, you know what? Hey, I I don't I don't need to respond that way. You know, I don't need sure. to act that way. It makes it spirit. It makes what what they would say is political. We know. Or, no, it's spiritual. You
0: know, like we're, we're. I, I tell you something else, Kyle. You know, the tendency of a lot of good, well-meaning people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Christians, right. is to say, well, I look at this candidate, look at this candidate, I look at our options. I'm just going to check out and do nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, fine. Let's just let the enemy have it. Right. Right. Because leaders move nations. They make decisions that affect, you just think of the Supreme Court and the decisions they make.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and it, it sets the trajectory for a nation in ways. Yeah. Right. And so the worst thing for you to do is completely disengage. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing for you to do is to move into believing prayer
1: mm-hmm.
0: and believe that God is big enough to do things that couldn't be accomplished mm. any other way. Yeah. Be in, but be involved in the process, I think. Yeah. yeah. But first of all, be involved in yeah. deliberate prayer. And this says something to us as individuals. This is, says, says something to us as churches.
1: Right. You know, we,
0: we often, we just don't even talk about it. We don't even think about this. We may make a random, well, pray for the election or pray for these candidates. Or, you know, we kind right. of make a little, but I I think I've seen in my lifetime some moments where the church got so desperate that they cried mm-hmm. out in prayer, and we saw direct visible results in our nation as a result. Yeah, well, uh, if, 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 to that.
1: yeah if God is consistent, which he is, the same yesterday, today, and forever, then, then you would know that Jeremiah 29, 7, when it says, but seek the welfare of the city where I've yeah. sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare that, yeah. that, that the lord has said you are where you are we are when we are in this era this moment because our prayers play a part yeah play a part in in, in what god and there is something about the lord obviously is establishing his kingdom in places that reject him we get that but there's god is intended for us to be a city on a hill to, to bring about the belief for the flourishing of society for the sake of the flourishing of, of in a kingdom way, in right. a kingdom way. So, man, yeah, I, I think, it one, it, it, prayer changes things. It changes right. things. So I don't want to leave walk into this election cycle. I don't want my church to. I don't want to leave things on the kingdom table that we haven't asked for. So we need to engage. So man, lead us to it, Bill. Lead us to
0: pray that way. Yeah. Well, let's, let's pray about just about our praying here for a minute. Okay. So join with us. Father, uh, thank you that you didn't leave us with no instruction. You didn't, you didn't just say, well, I don't know what to do about that. (laughs) I've got all these guys out here in leadership and they're not following me and this is happening. And it's just a, I guess you just get in there and duke it out the best you can. Lord, you didn't say that. You, you like everything else, the Bible gives us everything for life and godliness. Mm-hmm. And you have given us what we are to do. Our role in this, the part we play in this. and And as much as anything, it's first of all, pray. And pray fervently, uh, wisely, uh, daily, and uh, enduringly, Lord, to just pray and keep on praying. And I pray that, Father, as we go into this this uh, these next months and the cycle that we're in here in our nation, and really that we're always in in our nation, you would kind of add this back into the church's prayer life. This whole segment of, of praying for those in authority and uh, and help us realize what it does in the in the long look, the big picture about the, the movement of the kingdom of God. So take us there, Father, and teach us, uh, just like the disciple says, teach us how to pray. And we pray here, you would teach us how to pray in this moment and in these ways. Teach us your ways and your path mm-hmm. and your truth. Uh, because you're you're the God of our salvation, and we wait for you. We pray in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, as always, to our listeners, thank you all for time today. That's an that incredible truth that needs to be applied and led through. And so I, I'm, I'm making some adjustments over here myself as a pastor. So I'll pass it on to somebody else. You believe it might help. And uh, we look forward, man, as we sort of wrap a tie a bow on this series. That prayers that change the world and can change nations and for sure change people man go back if you missed any episodes and share it with others and we look forward to starting a new venture with you next week so we'll see you then